0: Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Hey, World Changers. Welcome to, man, Sunday morning, getting with God. I hope you came ready You know, we need to get ourselves ready for God's word. If you are not yet ready, maybe you're still wiping the sleep out of your eyes or maybe you just got your bowl of cereal poured. Hey, let's get ourselves ready. Would you just stand up with me right now? Come on, let's let's wake up our bodies, wake up our spirits. And what David did in the Psalms, he would always say, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. He would talk to himself when he was in those moments of feeling out of the covering of God and the passion of God. He would talk to himself. So come on, let's get ourselves ready right now. Would you get ready for receiving what God wants to do? Jesus, we just love you. Father, we love you. And together, all where we are watching from, all the families that are on the other side of the screen, those that are uh, finding themselves on this day as we meet together and spiritually connect, God, we become aware of what you want to do. Father, we get our spirits ready. We get our hearts ready to hear your word. We want to absolutely dive into your word, God. We know that your word reads us. And I pray that you would do that. Do that in me. God, as I'm I'm reading this and I've already digested it, God, let it again birth something new in me. Change me from the inside out. I pray for everybody watching right now that whatever they've come out of this week and they're coming into this next week, God, I pray that today would be some milestone moments. God, I pray that your word would be revelation. It would come alive in their spirits and you would not only let them hear it, but God, let it be birthed to action. I pray for fire to ignite us. Your spirit to to do something in us that has not yet been done. And God, take us to levels we've never been to. God, I just pray for your church right now and I thank you for the desperation and the moment, the urgency. I pray that they would catch it. I pray for those that are sleeping, those that are, that are dead to their, their calling, they're dead to their identity. Right now, I pray, God, you'd wake them up, wake them up to their calling, wake them up to the purpose on their life, wake them up to their identity in the name of Jesus. I just pray for those that have fallen asleep, God, at the call. They've fallen asleep because they're just feeding, feeding, feeding. God, we know that we want to be the ones that are sent. God, we want to be the ones that you are sending among the nation to really bring revelation and revival to this land. So God, start a fire in us. Would you make that your prayer right now? Say, God, start a fire in me. Come on, mean it from your heart right now. God, start a fire in me. Start a fire in my heart. Start a fire so that I may burn, so the world may see who you are by the way that I love, by the way that I serve, by the way that I give. We love you, Jesus, and we just trust you at this moment. We make you king. And Lord of this moment. You have the domain, God. You are the owner. You are the one that we totally surrender to. So God have your way with this word. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Man, I feel like the angel to the church of Sardis in Revelation chapter three, where he says, Hey, you've had a you've had a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. So wake up. Strengthen what remains. I'm telling you, all week long. God has been wrecking me with this word of making his church pure and ready. And I, I just, I'm, I'm praying today that I deliver in a way that you can catch it and that it catches you ablaze. Uh, my prayer right now is that God, let us become the church that you are coming to touch. Let us become the church that you are igniting as we see and we we feel the 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 winds of his entrance, and we know that he is coming to the city like he's never coming. I'm telling you, he's coming. He's coming. Whether you're ready or not, he's coming. And so today, I just, man, I want to shout it from the rooftops. I feel like I can't say it enough. I can't say it loud enough. But it's time to wake up it's time to wake up. So man of God, let me just talk to you. It's time to wake up to your calling. It's time to wake up to be that father that God has called you to be. It's time to wake up to be that husband, that spouse that God has called you to be. It's time to lay down your life for those that God has entrusted you with. It's time to be a laid down lover to Christ and let him transform you from the inside out. Come on, woman of God, it's time for you to step out of what everybody says is okay. Come on, it's time for you to lay down the the, the tongue of gossip and the tongue of light. It's time for you to stand up as a woman of faith and proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That's what God is speaking to His church right now. I can't can't say it enough, but all this week, man, I've been wrecked. And God has been wrecking me in His His presence with just getting the church ready. I can't miss it. I can't not do what God has called us to do as a church, and, and maybe you're just jumping into this change family, maybe you just saw the stream, and you're like, you just checked it out, or someone told you about it, so you're on here. Hey, welcome to an incredible church, this incredible community. Let me tell you, God is calling us deeper. God's calling us deeper as a body. Now, all together, the capital C Church, he's drawing us to a place we have not yet been. It's a place of intimacy and a place of purity. It's a place of righteousness, to be caught up in the righteousness of God. That is where God wants His church, because He is coming. He is coming. I feel it so much in, in, in in, in the winds and what God is speaking to His church and what God is doing in our world, and more and more, this world is becoming so distracted and so caught up. And my fear is that the church will give in to those wants and desires, get caught up in the rat race of life and miss out on its calling. We are called to bring heaven down to earth. Man, all throughout the scriptures you see the prophets just proclaiming what God wants to do in his church. And my prayer is that in this shaking, in this season, that wherever you find yourself, if you're in Philadelphia, you know we are on lockdown as of Friday. And if you're not in Philadelphia, maybe you're in a a city or a suburb that you're not locked down, you're in regular life, I feel like this word is for all of us. This word is for all of us to dig a hole, to, to get deep, to get in our prayer closets, to get before God and know Him. It's one thing to follow Jesus, but it's another whole thing to know Him as your Lord and Savior, to know Him as the King, to know Him as the one who rules your life. Man, so let me just tell you, right off the bat, wake up. It's time to wake up. I don't know where you find yourself today, but can I tell you just to tell yourself, get ready. Get a, get a journal, get get ready, get in posture to write down what God wants to speak to you. Because I feel like this is a word that I'm gonna say, I've already digested it, but maybe God wants to spark something in you. He wants to speak to your heart as an individual. He loves you so much. He's called you for greatness, and so I want to dive into this word today. I feel like God wants to empower us as the church to go deeper. We're starting a new series next week, and it's called Rooted in Him, and we really want to give you some foundations to secure yourself in. This is not a time for the church to be wishy-washy or to not understand who we are and whose we are and what we stand on and what we stand in, the presence that's on us for others, the presence that's in us for us, the spirit of God. I want to I really dive into what we're rooted in because right now there's a shaking going on in our land, and if you are not secure, your foundations will be exposed, And it will expose what you are standing on. Let me tell you, the church right now needs to be founded and grounded in the Word of God. needs to be grounded in the presence of the Almighty. And more than that, there is no option. We must have the Spirit of God living inside of us. And so, man, I want to dive into that next week. But I want to take this week and really dive into the foundations of all of that. So even before you get there, there has to become a decision. So I want to call today the deciding factor, the deciding factor. So if you're taking notes, go ahead and write that at the top. Somebody put it in the chat for me, would you? Say deciding factor. I'm deciding today. I don't know what decisions you've made up to this point with your life, with your calling, with what you've done with your life, with what you've done with your job or or how you approach every day. Man, I'm telling you what, the first two hours of your day is the most important hours of your day because it's the tithe of your day. I don't know if you know that, but it's the tithe of your day those first two hours. And so what you do with the first two hours, how you've decided to treat that is very important. And I don't know what decisions you've made up to this point, but today, I want us to look at it. I feel like God is drawing us in to really evaluate, to really look at our lives and say, how are we lining up? with the word of God? How are we lining up with what God wants to do today in in today's world? What he wants to ignite in his people so that the world sees who Jesus is and our perfect unity and our love and the spirit alive in us. And so I wanna talk today just about the deciding factor. There's a lot that will happen to you in your life. Man, so much can go on, so much can take place. And sometimes we can get caught up in the fires and putting out the fires. Are you a a fire putter outer? Are you a fireman or a firewoman? Do you get caught up in that where every day just becomes, what next fire am I going to put out? And I feel like God wants us to really focus in and make intentional decisions so that we are actually igniting fires inside of our hearts and not being ones that are looking for fires to put out in the world that are very temporary. They're temporary fires. But God wants to start a fire in us that will not be put out. So I want to talk about that today because I believe that right now in this, especially in this season of gratefulness, as we go into this week of Thanksgiving and we celebrate what God has done, there's a lot to be thankful for. But I feel like right now, society is distracted. We as the church are distracted. We got a lot of things pulling for our attention, a lot of things, uh, causes and movements and so many things that you can raise your fist for and get involved in but I feel like our intentional decisions need to know how to secure ourselves in the presence of God. How many wanna be secured in the presence of God? Come on, right now, how many of you wanna be secured? Can we put in the chat right now? Just say, I wanna be secure. Say, say, I wanna be secure. We gotta know the foundations. We gotta know where to put things in place in order to step into that life of security that life of gratefulness. And it all starts with gratefulness. I want to look at Ezra chapter 3, verse 11. Ezra chapter 3, verse 11 today. If you turn in your Bibles or light them up on your phone, however you do you. We got Ezra chapter 3, uh, verse 11. This is talking about the people of God. They're coming out of exile and Ezra is a prophet and he is continuing on the story of rebuilding the temple of God. And so we pick it up in verse 11. Uh, they're just going crazy. They're, they're celebrating together. And it says, With praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord. They had themselves a little worship service together. And they said, He is good. His love to Israel endures forever. And all the people gave a great shout of praise to the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Now, I want to stop right there. And the the reason I want to start with this is because you have to know what foundation is important to build. See, the people of God understood something. They'd just come out of uh, captivity and they're coming into this new life of freedom. God had called them to rebuild the temple so as they laid the foundation, the, the joy erupted, the gratitude came up. It was a great shout of praise unto God for what he was laying. Can I tell you, this is a season where we must have perspective and understand what foundation is being led. I am so tired of hearing people say that, you know, this season was just a waste or this season was just, we just can't wait for it to be over. And I'm I'm with you. Okay. I don't want the coronavirus to continue. I don't want our economy to keep going down the drain. I don't want all of this stuff, but we have to see with Christ's perspective, what season we're in. You must understand the season we are in. And these people, they understood what foundation was important. And today, the deciding factor is for you to decide what is key. What is key to build right now? What is key to put your energy into? What is key to build so that God can use you in the way that you've been designed to be used? It says, great joy came out of them. Can I tell you, there's a joy that God wants to give you because of what he's building in the church. Right now, in this season, God is doing something in his people man, he's doing something in his children. I can't tell you how many of those I've heard say God is drawing me deeper. He's given me more of a hunger. I tell people right now, I feel like I just got saved in this pandemic. I mean, not that I was, you know, immorally wrong before, but it was just, I wasn't as in love with Jesus as I am now. I'm more hungry for him now than I've ever been. I'm more desperate for him than I've ever been. I'm researching and searching things more than I've ever done. And not to study for a message, to get them inside of me, because I want Christ in me. So seeing that, I'm seeing what God is doing in his church. He's drawing his children, his men and women, his, his sons and daughters, he's drawing them in to intimacy with him. He's laying a foundation for when he comes, like he's never come before. That's what he promised. He's unveiling his wonder, right? He's unveiling, he's establishing his kingdom. And so when he comes, he is preparing already a people who are seeking and knowing his voice. And that's the foundation that is gonna give us joy. But if you don't have that perspective, if you haven't decided yet that that is key, then there is no joy or gratitude in your heart. And you might find yourself there today. You might find yourself there as you're going to celebrate with your family and you're like, I don't even know what to be thankful for. Or maybe you can't celebrate with your family because of restrictions or or whatever predicament you find yourself in with travel restrictions or whatever. I, I don't know where you find yourself but you might be sitting in a space where you're like, I don't even know what to be grateful for. What do I thank God for? This is terrible. Like life's terrible. And you might feel that today. But can I tell you, when you put your perspective, when you put your focus on the foundation that God is building, when you understand what's valuable today, what God is doing and you understand that, hey, this world is temporary. Yes, structures are coming down and I feel like it has to. Structures have to come down in order for God's kingdom to be built up. And so God is doing something in the midst. But if you don't have that perspective, you are going to be complaining this entire season. You're going to be with a perspective of of total like confusion of saying, God, what are you doing? What is this? What is going on? And as much as I, I am not appreciative of what is going on in our world. I do see the foundation that God is laying. And therefore, I'm grateful. Therefore, I can bring praise to God. Say, God thank you With a great shout. I say, God, you're doing it. You're building your people to be hungry for you. That which we were so content with and just going through the motions with, now you are taking us to a level where we are desperate where we want you we desire you we are we are after you and therefore you can purify us strip away the things of this world and make us your bride make us your people who are on fire for you just like the church of acts where they were on fire so much that it spread every day guess what not just sundays not just the times they met together it spread every day Every day, when they went into work, it spread. When they went to the store, it spread. When they're on the street, it spread. That's what God wants to do. It's what he wants to do in you. It's what he wants to do in me. He wants to start a fire, and I I believe that he's doing that. He's stripping away, he's exposing things. And so today, first thing, you have to decide what's valuable. Would you write that down? Decide what's valuable there's a scripture that says, as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. I feel like that spirit needs to get inside of you that as of today, I am going to be on fire for God. As of today, I'm going to build my foundation. As of today, that is priority. Man, I just feel like, again, wake up, strengthen what remains. It's not over. Your dreams are not over. Your your life is not over. Your calling is not over. This season might've tried to take you down. The enemy might've tried to lie to you, to take you off your stage, to take you off your identity. But can I tell you today, God wants to wake you up. He wants to wake you up. He wants to take you to a level of intimacy where you know him, where you look at him eye to eye and you see him and you hear him whisper your name over you yet again. The name that he gave you, not the name that the world gave you, the name that he gave you. I love that. Great shouts of praise came. (laughs) Together they shouted with praise because the foundation of God was laid. There's gonna be great joy in my heart and our team's heart and change's heart if you get a foundation in God. And we look and we say, wow, look at what God is building in their life. Man, look at what God is doing in them. He's making them secure. That's a beautiful thing. I'm gonna look at Psalm chapter 95. We're gonna have, we'll look at a bunch of scripture today. God was just uh, downloading into my spirit this week. So I was like, all right, let's do it. The word of God never returns void. And that's what I'm praying over you today is that this word gets in. It's not just another message that you hear. Man, I know right now it's easy just to get caught up into listening to a message and then going on with life. Listen to a message. But my prayer today is that this word invades your space. I know some of us don't like that word, right? Invades. But I believe that God's word searches our hearts. If you'll allow it, if you'll surrender to it, it'll search you. It'll find those parts of you that are broken. It'll find those parts of you that need to be whole and it will search it and heal it. So that's my prayer today, is that God does that. In Psalm chapter 95, we're gonna start in verse one, if you're reading along with me. Verse one says, "'Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord.'" Come on, come is an invitation. Come on. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and exalt him with music and song. For the Lord is great, is the great God and the great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his for he made it and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. Ooh, there's so much there, but I just wanna pick out a couple things because the first thing is the invitation and to know that today God is drawing you into this life of joy and thanksgiving. And if you'll allow him to lead you, if you'll decide today, this is the deciding factor And some of us, we need to make these decisions in our life To say enough's enough. I've been in depression, enough. I've been in anxiety, enough. I've been giving into temptation, enough. I've been putting down my call for the pleasures of this world, enough. Enough's enough. And today I decide, and some of you need to make that decision. He says, come, come, come. Can you hear him calling you today? As he says, come, come, get close to me. Come on, come into this place of joy. Come into this place of thanksgiving. Come, 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 come. He says, come, come. And I wonder if you'll, you'll listen and respond. See, it's one thing to hear the word, but Jesus said that foolish is a man who hears the word but does nothing with it. It's like a man who, what, builds his house on sand. And when the storm comes, and I think the storms of life are hitting us, they're hitting all of us in different ways. Some of you are being hit really hard right now. And if you don't have a foundation that is on the rock, if you haven't heard the word and done the word, put it to practice, deciding, I'm going to make this thing a part of my life, then believe me, you're going to be washed out. You're going to have to rebuild. You have to look at your life again and again and again and say, Why did this happen? What, what am I doing? And you need that security, that foundation of God's word. It says, come, let us bow before him. Let us give him thanksgiving, exalt his name, exalt his name. And then he goes on to this perspective of who God is. And I love this perspective because if you get this perspective that God is the king, he's the Lord over all gods, all kings, you understand and you see culture with what you should be seeing it with through the filter and the lens that God wants to give us to understand that he's king, not the president, not anybody in authority, We honor them, we pray for them, but they are not our king. We honor those that God has placed above and to govern the earth right now, but they are not king. They are not the one who provides for us. They are not the one who gives us life. They are not the one who rules and reigns our life. So therefore, we serve a God who provides for all of our needs. When you understand that, that's a whole new perspective on life. Therefore, no matter what happens in our our world, no matter what happens in our city, no matter what happens outside of our doors, we can be secure and founded because our God is king. King above all kings, Lord above all lords. Bible says that his power is beyond all power. His name is above all names. And right now, you have the choice. Talk about decisions. You have the choice to bow before him as king. someday. When he comes back as a lion, you will not have a choice. No matter if you think I'm crazy or not, the world will bow at that point. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. Whether you choose it or not, you will confess that Jesus is Lord. That's not a popular message today but it's truth. You can't get to the Father without through Jesus and to know that he is the king, he is the lord, he is the one who is the great I am. And Moses said, "Who should I tell him you are?" Say, "I am why?" Because he's everything. I am fill in the blank. God is all. And when you know you have that on your side, Bible says, "If God is for us, who can be against us?" Therefore it gives you a perspective of praise. You decide. I'm gonna praise because my God sits on the throne. Come on, I I wish somebody would praise with me real quick because of who God is. Come on, can you give a shout of praise just right now where you are? Can you give him a shout of praise because of who he is, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the great I am. Come on, God, you are good. You are good, God. You are the King of kings, Lord. Your name is above all names. We just give you all the glory and honor and praise. See how easy that was? We decided to praise And that's the thing right now. In this season, there's a lot of things you can be doing with your time. Believe me, we know. We know. My wife was just talking to me about it the other day. It's like, there's always something pulling for your attention. Always something to get done because computers are now at home with you and your work goes everywhere with you on your phone. So it's, it's so easy to get caught up in the rat race of life. It's so easy to get caught up in what we're building and what we're doing here on earth. But man, if you take a step back and decide today, listen, I am building a kingdom that is not of this world. I am looking at life to the, to the lens that Jesus is Lord. You decide in your home, I will Praise the Lord. I will set a foundation of praise in my home. I will set thanksgiving on my tongue. I will give him glory. I will give him honor. In that praise, you enter into a whole nother realm. Philippians chapter four, verse four. And it's one that a lot of us quote. You know, if you've been in the church for a little bit, you, you know this is a, a favorite. This is one that we all put on T-shirts, right? It's so good. But he says, rejoice in the Lord Always, not just sometimes, always. He says, rejoice in the Lord. When things are good, no. When things are going your way and in your favor, no. He says, always. This is a decision. This is a decision. We have to choose to praise him. We have to choose to rejoice. I think about the story of Paul and Silas when they were in the prison and they find themselves in chains. Yet in the middle of that prison, Paul and Silas had an understanding that none of the other jailers did. None of the other inmates got this, but they understood something, that God, Jesus is king. So therefore, whatever tries to bind me here on earth can try. It can try to steal away, but one thing it cannot take, it can take my, maybe my freedom, right? It can take my freedom of speech. Maybe it can take my freedom and stick me in a a prison cell. But one thing it cannot take is my joy. One thing it cannot take is my praise. One thing it cannot take is my thanksgiving. Man, some of you need to get that in your spirit today because you've been allowing this world. You become a victim and you say, oh, because of this, my joy is gone. Because of this situation, I can't praise. Because of this, I just can't make it anymore. Can I tell you that nothing can steal your joy? God has given you a voice. He's given you a decision and he says, rejoice, always rejoice in the lord always you got a reason to praise come on today somebody help me out put in the pray put praise in the comments right now come on can you give him praise say praise jesus he's so good rejoice in the lord always and if you didn't get it, he says again i will say it again rejoice let your gentleness be evident to all the lord is near do not be anxious about anything but in everything when everybody you gotta say with me, say everything. Everything. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. When you feel that thing coming on, and everything. Come on, present it with prayer and praise. Come on, give him the praise in that moment and petition saying, God, I give you this feeling. I give you this anxiety. I give you this depression. I give you this moment where I'm feeling blocked. I give you this moment where I'm being selfish. I give you this moment where I feel temptation. I give it to you, God, and I praise your name instead. I decide to rejoice. I re- I decide to rejoice in The Lord, not rejoicing out of false hope that, oh, the world's going to get better. No, no, no. We rejoice because we know who God is. We rejoice because of who the Lord is to us. We rejoice in the Lord always. And verse seven, it says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that's what this decision does. When we decide to praise, when we decide to worship, when we decide to give thanksgiving and rejoice in the Lord, you know what happens? He guards us. He guards our hearts. He guards his minds. And that's what he wants to do with his church in this time is he wants to take us to a level of security, knowing who we are, being guarded in the presence of the Father, being guarded with that joy, that true joy, not just happiness when the sun's shining and you're feeling good and you're driving with that perfect song on. You know what I'm talking about? That joy, not that joy. He wants to give you a joy that's unspeakable. The joy that doesn't make sense. A peace that passes understanding. Something that doesn't make sense according to your circumstance. It doesn't make sense according to the world. I mean, can you just put in the chat, if you feel a joy and a peace in this season like you've never had before, can you just put it in and say, I I got that. Come on, just put it in there and say, I got that. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense with what, what's going on in the world and the peace that I have in my spirit right now. It doesn't make sense with what's going on in my life and what the joy that I carry. It doesn't make sense. All that makes sense is that I've chosen to rejoice in the Lord always. Woo, so good. And then he goes on in verse eight, and this is the verse we all quote. It says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think about such things. For whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. That's the deal. See, we can hear it, but we gotta put it into practice. The other day, um, I, I noticed and it's been, Something that I've been noticing but haven't done anything with is the filter flashing light on my fridge. I don't know if any of you have this, but we have this fridge and it tells us when our water filter needs to be changed. And it's been blinking for, I don't even want to admit how long. And I'm sorry if you've been over to my house and you've had a glass of water out of my fridge. Um, It might have not been the purest water in the world, but we have now changed it and purified it okay so now the filter is new and i just changed the other day and i I was like wow and the spirit of god spoke to me and he's like how many of us have a terrible filter for the word of god and so all the word of god comes in but it goes through the filter of anger it goes through the filter of bitterness it goes through the filter of fear goes through the filter of depression it goes through these filters that we allow uh, to be the filter of our life And so when the word of God comes in like a rushing wind, when it comes in like a river, it it goes through this this filter that we take it in. And I don't know if you're there today, but man, I believe that God wants to give you a new filter. (laughs) We all need to trade in our filter right now. Give you a filter of praise. Maybe your filter up to this point has been a filter of complaint. And so as soon as something goes wrong, as soon as something happens to you, that filter turns every word out of your mouth into complaining. Can you believe? Can you believe this or that? Can I say, God wants to bring you to a new level where you are automatically set to praise, where your your default is to praise. Today, it's just like what I did for the You need to take out the old filter and decide, I'm going to put in a new filter. You know what that is? It's just coming before God and surrendering all you are to him say, God, search me. God, search me. Search if there are any ways in me that need to change. There's anything in me that takes me out of alignment with what you want for my life, your perfect will. God, let me come underneath that authority. This is a decision you have to make today. I'm telling you, don't go anymore. Wake up, O oh sleeper. Strengthen what remains. It's time to turn your panic into praise. Come on, you turn that fear those anxiety moments where you just feel like it's overwhelming, feel like life is crashing down, turn it into praise. In that moment, rejoice. Say, God, thank you. Find something to praise him for. Find something to give him praise for. Rejoice in the Lord. It's time to decide to praise. It's time to turn your prison into praise. Come on. It's time to turn your preference into praise. When life doesn't go exactly what you think, you praise him because he's King and Lord and knows more than you. Some of you, that'll set you free. If you realize that, hey, God is the king and Lord of my life, and he causes all things to work together for my good. So even when I wake up and things aren't according to what I think they should be, and they're not going according to my plan and my schedule, then God is good because he's got something better for me. Come on, some of you need to get that in your spirit. I will rejoice Always, I will choose to praise. If it is noble, I want it in. If it is right, I want it in. If it is correct, if it is heavenly thoughts, I want it in, and so we choose to praise. We change the filter of our life. We change it so that we have the pure word of God washing over us, and then we have the purity of his gospel coming out of our mouth. We have the purity of his spirit flowing through who we are, that we are a river of God. We are a river of joy. We are a river of peace and love to everyone around us. Come on, somebody, get that in your spirit. You gotta turn your panic, praise, past, preference. I don't know what it is, what it is that is in your past or or that is in your preference or that's in your panic that that you are stuck in, but today we need to make a decision. It's the deciding factor from here on out, the deciding factor that will cause all things to become the best that it can be in your life because of your perspective of praise. Someone's got to get that perspective of praise. I want to look at Colossians chapter three. Turn with me. Colossians chapter three. We're going to start in verse 15. So good. The other day we were ice skating and uh, we got one of those little penguin statue things that you hold on to, to ice skate for little Anae. She is seven years old and, uh, when she got onto the ice, she couldn't even push that thing because of how heavy it was. And she was like skating behind it like the Flintstones, you know, where their feet are moving, but they're not moving. And it was hilarious because she couldn't move this thing, but this thing was supposed to make her life better. And I feel like that's where a lot of us find ourselves is we're in the struggle of life. We have all these things that we think should be making it better and we think should be our security. And yet we can't even move. They're just not right. I'm telling you, whenever Anae let go of the penguin and started holding on to me and Ashley's hand, she could go places. And I feel like that's the freedom God wants to give you today. He wants to give you the freedom to hold on to his hand, to understand that he is for you. And that we can praise in every situation, every circumstance, knowing that Christ is enough. He's enough for us. He's enough. He's enough. He's enough. enough. I'm going to look at Colossians chapter three, verse 15. You there? If you're there, put it in the chat. Say, I'm there. Verse 15 says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. That word rule, I have a problem with it. Up to this season, it was, a, it was not something that um, I allowed Christ to do in every portion of my life. Not knowingly, uh, it's not that I intentionally did this, but I didn't let the peace of Christ rule all places of my heart, all places of my life. There would be moments that I would complain because something didn't happen the way that I think it should and my security, my penguin, if you would, my penguin became a stumbling block instead of, secure, of a foundation for me. And th- instead of an agent of thrust and, and push that I could go places I hadn't been, I was stuck in one place. And, and it's, it's Christ ruling our hearts, it's letting the peace of Christ rule. When you are under authority, you bow. All things bow to authority. When uh, a king comes in before, when, when the days of the kings, they would all bow before him. Why? Because you're under authority. See, when Christ rules, when his peace rules, all other things have to bow. But that's a decision we make to say, no, 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 my fear, you must bow to praise no, 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 my, my depression, my, my times, I'm just hitting the wall. No, 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 you must bow to thanksgiving. No, 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 my, my times of selfishness where I want it my way. I have to have it my way. Those things, no, 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 you must bow because the peace of Christ rules my heart. And that's something you gotta get in your spirit today, that there is a new king that wants to take over your life. It's the king of peace, It's the prince of peace. He is the one who rules and reigns and with him comes all joy and peace. But it's when we surrender to him that all those things come alive in our life. But you have to decide today. I'm gonna praise. You have to decide today. I will rejoice. You have to decide today. Come on, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, taste and see. He is good. Come on. You gotta get that in your spirit that he rules, he reigns. We have to let him be that king to not let society rule us, to not let all the things happening in our world rule your emotions. Man, if if this is an emotional thing and you're waiting for for a a feel-good feeling in this season, you might never come to it. But if you're waiting for that foundation of God, you can choose it today. If you're waiting for Jesus to make you secure and anchored in your faith, you can choose that today. You can say, God, I choose you as king. I choose you, and so I praise. He says, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you are called to peace. And be thankful, <laughs> be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. And as you sing psalms, and hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all, do it all. Whatever it is, not just the church stuff, not just the ministry stuff, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I just see some of you at your work, at your school, at something that you might have complained about before, but there is a new king now in your heart. There's a new king in your life. And now it's time to approach that thing with saying, God, I'm going to worship you in this. I'm going to praise you in what I do. This isn't just work I'm at. This isn't just school I'm at. I am worshiping and praising as unto you. This boss might not get it, but you get it. And so I honor you, God, with praise. I honor you with worship. I thank you for this job. I thank you for my family. I thank you for my health. Man, if you got nothing else to be thankful for, be thankful that you're breathing. You can watch this stream. You're hearing the word of God still. You're able to interact with it. You still have a decision to make to say yes to Jesus. Can you just give him praise for that? You still have a right to step up and stand out and be because of what God is calling you to do. You still have that. You still have breath in your lungs to praise him. That is enough to go nuts for Jesus. That's enough to give him praise every single day because we are a blessed people. And I, I fear that, that we've gotten to this comfortability as the church, that we are not desperate anymore for God. We are not hungry for him anymore. We are okay because we got a sermon on YouTube or we have this little thing that we got going on in our devotion. And, and so we eat, 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 but God wants to send you. But it's your decision to really dive in to make your house a place of praise, a place of worship, a place of thanksgiving. So as you go into this season, we're gonna ask some questions here. And if you're with your family, I encourage you just to pause for a moment, whatever you guys got going on, just push pause real quick. And let's have some discussion time. Say, what is God doing? We, we believe here at Change that God is a God of the process. And if you never process this word or really dive into it, you might miss it altogether. It might just be a good inspirational moment. You might feel something goosebumpy at the time, but then it won't do anything to transform you. And guess what? I'm here to transform you. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm in this position. God has called me to light you up and to build you in a foundation that will be steadfast no matter what the world has to come. We are gonna be steadfast in Jesus. So let's take like a couple moments. I'm going to come back right afterwards. I'm going to pray of you and release what God wants to do in your life. But take a moment and process these questions, with your family. I'll see you in just a sec. I'm I'm My prayer for you today is that this word uh, births something in you that will transform the way that you handle this season. And not just this season, but life going forward. That God is making you a founded, grounded person that is not wishy-washy in the world, not wishy-washy by circumstance, but founded in Christ. That God rules your life. I, I just wanna pray over you. I wanna pray over your family. I wanna pray over your home that as we go into this Thanksgiving season, I understand that holidays can be kind of hard for a lot of people who maybe brings up past hurt, or past pain. But I wanna pray that God releases a joy into your spirit, that you, as you choose to praise him, that it might feel a little fake and wonky at first. You might be like, ah, I don't really feel grateful or feel praise. Let me tell you, do it until your heart follows. Let your mouth lead the way, okay? Let your decision lead the way. Don't let your feelings get in the way to say, that didn't do anything. Believe me, it's a habit you must get. It's a devotion that we say, we're devoted to this. We make him king and Lord, and the feelings will follow, but we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Then all the other things will come, but we first seek him, we devote ourselves to that. So I wanna pray that God would help you in your decision today, that as you've processed through this, you process through, maybe, maybe who, who is God calling you to pray over? right now. Maybe some of you, you realize that there's a lot of things that, um, uh, from your past that you need to forgive. need to let go. You need to walk into the future free. And maybe this season is a season that that as we're in the holidays and maybe you've you've held grudges and bitterness all up until this time, but can I tell you, right now God wants to release you. And so I'm just praying over you this this week. Me and Ashley will be praying over you. Our team will be praying over you that God just encounters you and takes you to a whole new, whole new level of gratitude more so joy that sets in your spirit. I wanna pray over you right now. We you just receive it? Just lift up your hands right now. I wanna pray over you. God, we thank you for everybody watching this stream, all this change family around uh, wherever they're watching from, God, in the Philadelphia region and just other cities and states that they're watching from. God, I just pray you release your peace right now. Release your presence, that whatever they've come out of, that they come into. Your peace. God, we thank you that we are not based on circumstance. We are not based on what the world is all worked up about and what CNN's talking about and Facebook's reading and Instagram's scrolling about. Man, goodness, there's so much. God, we are not caught up in that. We are caught up in the foundation of Christ. And I pray that today we would decide that every man, every woman, every child would decide today, every teenager would decide, You are King, You are Lord. And so we praise you, Father. And I just pray that you would increase the joy. I pray that you'd heal those that have been hurt in the past, uh, maybe by religious organization, maybe by family members, maybe by a loved one, maybe by uh, an ex-spouse. God, I pray that right now, in this time, you'd heal. I just release that healing over their heart. God, only you can heal. Only you have the power to save and to bring us into that restoration where we're whole and healthy. And I pray that you would do that in this moment. God, we thank you. Oh, we thank you, Jesus, for being so good. You are such a good father. And I pray that all of these watching would get caught up in the cradle. Man, they would just be cradled by you. They'd be so close to you. And Father, you just encounter them with love in this time. We love you, Jesus. And yeah, birth that fire in us. Let us be the church that is contagious. That's bringing your kingdom down to earth. I pray all of this in your name. Amen. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together.